Welcome to the Messy Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Jill Morris, life coach for artists and musicians. I will help you manage your schedule and your mind so you can create more and work less. Let's go. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. I am so thrilled to have you. I am so stoked on today's topic because we're going to be talking about how to get you doing all the things you want or need to be doing. So if you feel like there's things on your to-do list that have been on there forever and you haven't gotten them done, there's habits you've been trying to implement and you're just not consistently doing it, if you just can't find the motivation to get things done, we're going to solve for that today. Does that sound good? I think it sounds good. I think it sounds real cool. So there's two things that your brain really likes. It likes a lot of things, but it likes two things a lot, and that is control and pleasure. So if we can put your brain into a space of feeling like it's in control and like what you're about to do is pleasurable, you're going to want to do it. (laughs) It's going to be so much easier to do the thing. So a lot of the time, all that's happening is that the things that you're thinking or you're telling yourself or even the things that you're telling other people are giving your brain a sense that it doesn't have control over the situation or that it's not going to be pleasurable or it isn't pleasurable already. And so your brain is going to give you a lot of reasons and excuses and thoughts that support that idea so that you don't go do that thing. So it's like, don't, you know, we absolutely don't want to do this. Here's all these reasons why we don't want to because I don't have control in this situation and it's not fun. So here's more reasons not to do it. So just like reinforces what you already are thinking. So what we want to do is shift you into a place of having control and where things feel like they're going to be pleasurable, they'll feel fun, they'll feel like you want to do them. That's where we want to bring your brain to. Now, this does not even necessarily mean that you're changing the circumstance of what's happening, that you're wildly changing your life most of what is going to happen is just the way that you're thinking about things. So we're not going to negate the reality of your situation. We're not going to argue with the reality of your situation. We're just going to think about it a little bit differently so that your brain can come around to, oh, actually, I do want to do this thing. Does that sound good? I think it sounds so cool. Okay. So one of the top things that I hear when my clients aren't doing the things that they want to do funnily enough, is they'll say, oh, yeah, I just didn't want to. I didn't want to, so I didn't do it. Or they'll even say it in the sense of, like, I don't really understand. Like, I just didn't want or feel like doing it, so I didn't do it. If that's your thought, of course your brain is going to offer you so many reasons why that is true, and so it's going to make it a problem so that you don't do the thing. Now, here's a really wild concept that can shift everything if you can really accept it as truth. You can do things that you don't want to do. You can do things that you don't actively feel like doing. Now, this is this is not anything to do with not consenting to doing things, but just if you don't feel like you want to sweep the floor, you can still sweep the floor even though you don't feel like doing it. Okay, hear me out. 
So what we want to do is really associate a positive consequence with the thing that you want to be doing. Because what's happening right now is you're associating a negative consequence. And even sometimes we think that we can motivate ourselves. I mean, like, well, the dishes are so piled up, I can't stand it anymore. And so I'm going to do it. But what is actually happening in your brain in that moment is your brain is like, wow, it will be so nice when I have a clean kitchen, when I have an empty sink. Like that is the actual thing that is motivating you. It's not that you hate this current situation. It's that you would much prefer the other side of that situation. So we just control for that. We just decide how can we find pleasure in doing the thing that we say that we don't want to do. So there's a couple things you can ask yourself. How could I want to do it? Like, why would I want to do it? What are all of the ways that that might be true? So if you are thinking about paying a bill and you're like, oh, I really don't want to do this or like filing paperwork, something that seems really mundane and like you don't want to do it, why would you want to do it? You can even offer your brain, okay, let's not do it and see what comes up. Because sometimes if you just offer that, your brain's like, oh, no, no, no. I mean, I I still want internet. So I, I mean, I have to I have to pay for that to get it. Your brain will offer you why you do want to do it. And if it doesn't, then why are you even doing it? You can, you really can just let it go then. If you don't mind the negative consequence that comes with not doing the thing, it's okay to just let it go. You, you, if you don't care that your lights are going to get shut off because you didn't pay for it, you don't have to do it. You don't. <laughs> like it doesn't, it's fine. You can just accept the consequence. If you like the positive consequence of doing the thing, then we just have to find why that would be true, why you would want to do it. And so there's finding why you would already want to do it right now, like why, what is the positive consequence in this moment? And you can also ask yourself, how could I want to do this? Like, how could I make this more fun? How could I make this more pleasurable? What are some things that I can control in this situation to make this something that I want to be doing? So you can ask yourself all of those questions to kind of associate a positive consequence with the thing that you want to be doing. And you can really uh, adjust all of those questions for the thought of, I don't feel like doing it as well. They really, I don't want to do it and I don't feel like doing it are very similar. So you can kind of just say like, well, how might I feel like doing it? What could I do to feel like doing it? Maybe I don't need to feel like doing it. That's totally fine too. Another thing that comes up when you are wanting to do something and you don't find yourself doing it is I don't have time. Now, again, this is going to be very similar to the I don't want to do it. Okay, you're right now you're associating having either a lack of time to do it or having to sacrifice something you're already doing in order to make the time to do the thing. So both of those are associating a negative consequence with the thing that you want to be doing. So one, do I really not have the time? Like, do I love how I'm spending every single minute of every day? Do I really not have the time? And maybe even not love, but like, are those each, every single minute of the day, is it allocated to things that I want it to be allocated to? Even if it's, you know, you don't like your job, but you're going to continue going there. You don't have to necessarily like, quote unquote, want to do it, but you want that in your day to make the money, whatever, for the positive consequence that you have associated with that thing. But you just ask yourself like, okay, if that is true, 
is there something that I'm willing to give up to do this thing? Like, is there anything in there? Maybe I do really like it, but I'm willing to give it up in order to do this other thing that I think that I want to do or that I need to do. Can I give it up just this week? Can I make time just this week for this thing? Or am I actually not willing to make the time for it and now I can just put this idea on the shelf? How could I make the time? Why would I want to make the time? Find the positive consequence for the situation. With I don't have the time, there is an element of really looking at the reality of the situation and having awareness for, like I said, do you actually love how you're spending all of your time? Is it allocated in the way that you want it to be allocated? Or are there things you can shift? So this is one of those ones where you might do a time audit or really think about how you're spending your time. If you're thinking, I don't have time, is that true? Would really be the first question. Is that actually true? Do I not have the time? Or am I just thinking that because I don't want to do the thing? What is the underlying thought behind that? And another thing that might come up is maybe the thing that you want to be doing is investing in something or purchasing something, something to do with money. And similarly, you might have the thought, oh, I can't afford that. Okay. So then why would you want to find ways to afford it? How could you afford it? Or are you not willing to spend money on this thing right now or invest in yourself or anything like that? Now, the, the positive consequences of investing in yourself, of buying things, can be very personal and is kind of another conversation, but I bring it up to say that similarly with time, I don't have the time or I can't afford it, those both take your brain out of control. It means I don't have the time and that's outside of my control because there's nothing within that sentence that indicates that you're choosing how you're spending your time. It's just saying, I don't have it. I just simply don't have it. It doesn't exist. I can't afford it. The money just simply doesn't exist. That's it. That's period. Sentence over. Now, whether or not that is true is kind of irrelevant in this moment because what is most helpful, again, is to give your brain control over the situation. So one thing you can do if you're especially thinking about how can I afford this or can I afford this is look at the math. Like, is it actually true that I can't afford this? You can also say, like, how could I afford this? And when you're doing this, write a list of literally any way that you could possibly create money. You could send, you know, sell something. You could use a credit card. You could get a loan. You could ask for money from a friend. Think of all of the ways, any single way. Do not uh, audit yourself on whether or not you're willing to do those things yet. Just like any way that you know a person could create money, maybe not even you but just like any way so that your brain can see that list and say, oh, okay, there are ways that I could, that it's possible for a human to create money to afford this. I am choosing not to do any of these things. So I'm choosing not to spend my money on this thing at this time. That puts you in control. And within this process, you also might look at that list and be like, oh, actually, I'm willing to do some of these things, though I actually could afford this thing. So it could go either way. But both of those puts you in control of how you're choosing to spend your money. And this is very important when you're also talking to other people. 
So one way to reinforce the control that you have is to say this to other people as well, is to indicate things as a choice as opposed to something outside of your control. So if you say, oh, actually, I don't have the time to meet up with you that day, you don't even have to say, like, I don't want to hang out with you, but just like, oh, yeah, that's not going to work for me that day. Change your language so that it puts you in control of the choices that you're making instead of out of control with the choices that you're making. And this is just for you to train your brain to see the options that are available to you, to see that it is a choice that you're making. And the more that you do that, the more opportunity you will see in front of you. That doesn't mean that it it literally doesn't even mean that anything changes. It's just that you'll see things differently and you'll see that not everything is as stuck as it might feel. Like life doesn't have to feel like you're stuck in it if you're able to see opportunity, even if it's not something you want to choose to do, just that it is available. There are options. And that's a space that your brain really loves to live in. It loves for you to find pleasure and it loves for it to have control. So let it have that. And then you just dictate where you're taking that control and where you are choosing to spend your time in ways that you find pleasurable. So just to kind of put these in perspective, a positive consequence is solution-oriented. It is benefit-oriented. It is pleasure-oriented. It puts you in control, and it is an abundant mindset. A neg- like, thinking of the negative consequence is putting things outside of your control. It's problem-oriented. It is a lack mindset. It's failure-focused, and it's discomfort-oriented. So when I say failure focused, a lot of uh, a lot of times when you're focusing on the negative consequence, you're kind of failing ahead of time. You're thinking of, oh, I don't want to do that because I might not succeed instead of putting the positive consequence there and saying, how could I succeed at doing this? Sometimes we don't want to do things because we think we'll fail or we think that the, you know, the cards are stacked against us. Uh, But if you can switch it to why would I want to do it? Why might I succeed? How could I succeed? Again, you don't even have to change the decision that you're making, but it opens up the opportunity for you to see what's out there. So the final question that is useful, and I mentioned this a little bit before, but as you're going through this, you can always ask yourself like, whatever the thing is that you're thinking of doing that you don't find yourself doing, is this actually something that I want or need? If it's not, you can just let it go. Like you can still switch your language to saying, I'm not choosing to do this at this time, but you can let your brain be like, oh, I don't actually want or need this. That's totally fine. And if it is something that you want to do, go through all of these tips that I gave you today, as well as you can acknowledge any fear that you might have about the thing, about purchasing something, about going forward towards something you might fail at. You can acknowledge the fear. You can acknowledge the problems that are happening and then find solutions for those and then look at the situation differently. It's not to bypass and just say that everything is fine or everything is good and everything has a positive consequence. It's just to acknowledge that the negative consequence will not drive your behavior, but a positive consequence will. So if you want a specific behavior to happen, 
you say, okay, yeah, that negative consequence exists, but that's not what I'm focusing on. I'm focusing on the positive consequence. It just does not serve you to stay stuck. Even if you don't make a different decision, feeling stuck will never serve you. So consider that. And the next time that you say, I don't want to do this, just be on to yourself a little bit. There are plenty of things that I don't want to do that I get done all of the time because I associate the positive consequence with it. And there's plenty of things that I just never do because I don't want to do them and they don't actually bring me joy and I don't have to do them. I let go of a lot of things also, and that is totally fine. Okay. I hope this was helpful. I would love to hear your thoughts about it. If you would leave a review for this podcast, it would mean so much to me. And if you screenshot your review and DM it to me on Instagram at Jillifred, J-L-L-I-F-R-E-D, I will send you a sticker in the mail. How fun. All right. I'm sending you all love and I will see you next time. Bye. If you liked this podcast, you'll love working with me. Your art, your music could change the world. So what are you waiting for? The link to chat with me is in the show notes. So head there and let's get going. All right. I'll see you next week on the Messy Magic Podcast. Bye.